0: what is up guys and welcome back to the chilling with dylan podcast you're chilling with your host dylan today and right now i'm just chilling in uh the planet fitness parking lot uh just hit the gym and uh took a shower there and i took some walks earlier and uh had some I had some pretty cool realizations and I guess I just want to share some of some of just my recent things that I've like picked up lately um that's you know it's like I feel like I learned so much from my experiences every day that uh I don't know it's kind of hard to like structure these episodes because because by time I get one kind of like I get an idea of what episode I want. I already have, like, a new, like, idea. So, it's kind of like, I just want to mash them all together or whatever. But, uh, so anyway, I was taking a walk earlier in the woods. And, you know, trees, for some reason, have always, they just speak to me. Like, uh, I definitely feel that everything in your life uh, is, like, a symbol. And what your imagination says about it is Kind of trying to mm-hmm. use that symbol to speak to you about life, literally. Like uh, the mysteries of life are in life itself, um, and, and if you're if you observe close enough, and you're you know kind of aware of things, um, you can kind of hear what the universe is talking to you about. Really, uh, you can't really explain it in words, but. Uh, it's a it's a feeling. You know, the universe communicates through feeling. I mean, there's all this symbolism in everything that we experience, but uh you know, your feeling kind of like decodes that that symbolism, I guess. Uh but anyway, the trees have always been a very cool symbol to me. They kind of represent like wisdom and uh calmness and strength. They represent a lot of things to me. Uh, so whenever I'm like out in the woods, I, I feel that uh, the trees, are. I learn something from them. Uh, and, you know, all that knowledge comes from my own imagination. Uh, the tree doesn't really give anything to me, I guess. I mean, I guess it does, but every thought that I have is self-produced. Uh, you know, I can't say that anything else is having the thought. I can only say that I am having the thought. Uh, and if I'm the only person experiencing it, then, you know, who's the creator of it, really? Uh, you know, it's kind of like if you if you paint a picture, um, you know, if, if you are the only person that sees it in your mind, I don't think anybody else would ever paint it or draw it. Uh, and so, you know, you and your conceptions in your mind are really just you're one you're linked together like you and that thing coexist uh and only you and that thing coexist um but anyway i was walking through the woods and i just was looking at the trees and i i brought this thing up before but you know i i was looking at this tree and i realized you know i saw all these little ones by it and then i saw a fully grown one and uh I noticed that, you know, the little trees cannot give life to other trees. Um, because they're not fully grown and they don't have pine cones or whatever to drop and produce a tree. Uh, but the big one does. Uh, and I guess the lesson I took from that is that you must raise yourself up before you can raise others up. Um, you know, a lot of times we we will people please and give more than what we can, or, you know, pour out our glass into another's glass when ours isn't even full. We literally go into, like, spiritual debt when we give more than we feel like we have. Um And so I thought that was very interesting. Uh You know, you have to, if you want to give love to people, you have to raise yourself to a degree of Of being lovely and you know you have to know what love is because when you know what love is then you have it when you know love you have it Uh, because you know love is really just something that we express and it's a feeling that we can give to another person Um, and so a lot of times like people will get into relationships and they suck because you know, the thing is, a lot of times people get into relationships because they think they need one. Uh, and, you know, they, they give off that, that energy and those feelings to the other person instead of love. You know, we mistake that wanting and craving for the thing itself. Uh, we think that wanting love is love. But love is love and wanting love is wanting love. Uh, it's, it's that simple. Um, And so, you know, you have to raise yourself to a point where you know what love is uh, and you experience love on your own uh, before you can give it to another. Uh, Otherwise, it's never going to work because you're not actually giving love to that person when you are not loved inside of yourself. You're giving them, you are literally giving somebody parts up, you're giving them your entire self uh when when you love somebody when you love something you are giving your entire self to it uh and when we trick ourselves into thinking neediness and lack feelings are uh love you know we we give that we give ourselves to somebody else when ourselves aren't made out of love uh it, it, it's all i thought that was interesting uh and it 's very true. Uh, you know, it's a very true statement to me, at least. Uh, I don't know what anybody else thinks. I don't really care. Um, but to me, it's a very true statement that, uh, you have to raise yourself up before you can raise others up. And we can use an example of money even. Um, like, say if I, you know, I can't go around helping people get richer if I'm poor. Um you know i will just end up being worse off and uh you know i'll just be another problem in the world really um you know i because you know if this isn't speaking down on anybody but in a poverty state of mind you know you ask people for money you you know you kind of take more than you give because you you don't have anything uh and so you know that kind of brings everybody else down with you as well. Even if it's just a little bit. If you ask for even a dollar, well now that person is a little poorer because of you. Um and you know that's it might be hard to accept, but that's true. Um you know we if we have problems, we tend to give those to others because anytime you are interacting with someone you're really just giving them yourself. Uh you know, what else do you have to give uh when you're in the presence of another person other than yourself? Uh every word you say comes from yourself. Every action you take comes from yourself. Uh every feeling you entertain comes from yourself. Uh and so what, you know, you speak to people, you do things with people. Uh, all those things come from you, and who you are, and what you are, and so if you're, you know, suffering, and you are low, and you are lacking things, and you are, you know, in those lower states of existence, I guess, um, you know, anytime you interact with somebody expressing those states, you're just giving them a part of that, uh, you know, you, you put that within them, um, And you know that's not I'm not talking down on anybody Because you know a lot of times We don't know that our mind Has so much power um, You know that we can Change who we are within And it will change who we are outside Um, Not a lot of people Know that and uh, So you know you can't blame anybody For being in those states If they don't know That there is another way Um, You know you can't you can't. I don't condemn any of them because I know that the person that I'm looking at is not the state that they're expressing they are the one that is expressing it uh, and so they themselves are pure they themselves are love they themselves are they just are uh, and anything else added to that is a product of imagining of, of imagination of consciousness um, it's just their states they are expressing their state of mind um, and so you know you can't really be mad at somebody or blame anybody or be upset with somebody uh, when when they are in a lower state of of being I guess you could say um, the only thing you can really do is apply this this principle of imagining creating reality uh I've been doing this recently where I simply see somebody how I would like to see them instead uh like I'll give an example the other day my aunt was um she recently got the tip of her thumb bit off by a dog and it's a really nasty thing and it's very painful for her um and I was hanging out over there the other day and the One of the dogs jumped up on her and hit her thumb and she got this excruciating pain and, uh, you know, she was feeling pain. She was feeling uh, not good and, you know, she was expressing that to me. She was like, ah, what a bitch, this fucking hurts Uh, and all that kind of stuff. Um, And so what I noticed in that moment is that I am okay. I don't feel that pain, but she does. And in my mind, I was, you know, keeping alive within me the idea that my aunt was in pain. Uh, you know, she was giving me a part of herself and I was taking it uh, and becoming one with it in my mind. Uh, her pain was expressed to me and it entered into my mind. And I I kept entertaining those thoughts and uh, feeling bad for her. Because she felt bad for herself. You know, she was in pain. Um, And what I realized in that moment is I wasn't thinking for myself. I wasn't doing what I wanted to do. I wasn't feeling how I wanted to feel. Uh, You know, I was feeling bad for her when I don't want to do that. I want to feel good for her. I want her to feel good. You know, I want to feel good about her existence. Um, I don't want to feel bad about her because like I said she is not the state that she's in that pain is just a state of consciousness that she is in she is the i am that is in pain i am in pain that is what her mental state was she is the i am that was in pain so she is not the pain you know that pain i saw was was not her it was a product of her um And so basically what I did was I started to, instead of entertaining the thoughts of her being in pain and thinking, oh my gosh, this is so bad. Well, this is awful. Um, I started to see her as feeling better. I started to see her instead of holding her thumb in pain in my mind's eye, I produced a scene where she was just on her phone, just chilling. And I kept You know, I kind of just ignored what she was doing, uh, which was expressing that pain. I ignored it, which sounds crazy, but I ignored it and focused on what I was imagining instead. And slowly, within the course of maybe 10 minutes, she stopped holding her thumb and she stopped, uh, you know, complaining about the pain and she started to go on her phone, and she was just chilling, just like I had imagined. Um, and it was, it was beautiful, really. Uh, I realized that, you know, the only thing I have to change, uh, in order for my entire world to change, is myself. Uh, you know, there is this, Einstein's theory of relativity is basically that uh, things appear to you based on how you are uh so let's say like a fire truck is going by and I'm on the left side of or like I'm on the the far north side of the street and someone else is on the far south side of the street when that fire truck comes down uh from the north side it will sound loud to me at first but quiet to the person that is further away and it only sounds like that because I am close to it and he is far from it. Um, you know, if I was far from it, it would sound different to me at that same exact moment. Um, and so, you know, I experience what... We experience, like, ourselves in relation to things. Um, it's it's kind of hard to explain, but... Um, so, you know, I experience my existence in relation to everything else um and so in that moment with my aunt I was when I felt bad for her I was experiencing her from the point of like relative to me since I I felt bad everything else in my experience was bad because I I was feeling bad uh Everything in my experience related to me in that way. It responded to how I was. Um, But then I started to feel good. And then everything kind of corresponded to that. Everything was relative to me. When I changed how I was, everything relative to me in that moment changed as well. Um, You know, this stuff is not magic. It's kind of just advanced Psychology—it's like the study of everything, really. When you think about it, uh, you know there's physics stuff to correlate with it. There's uh, um, psychology stuff to correlate with it. There's there's all kinds of stuff that you know expresses this truth that your imagination creates reality. Um, you know, it's the really. In my experience, it's the one thing that has been expressed uh, in this world. That things come out of themselves. And so this person inside of you, in your mind, this this being within you, is coming out of you. Um, and so basically, like in that experience with my aunt, I didn't really imagine that she was different. I just imagined that I was different. That I was experiencing calmness, that I was experiencing, uh, you know, feeling better about my surroundings. Uh, So I changed myself um, and, you know, basically I envisioned that in my mind. I envisioned that version of myself and it came out of my imagination into this world. Uh, And, you know, you see that pattern everywhere in nature um, that a tree you know, this is something I I noticed that when I was taking a walk earlier, um a tree comes out of itself, literally. Um so basically a fully grown tree, let's say, has an acorn on it. Uh that acorn came out of that tree. Um and then that acorn plops down in the ground and the tree be- the tree starts Uh, Coming out of the acorn. And everything that grows. Like every branch that is on that tree. Came out of the rest of the tree. Um, And so you can see that. Things grow from the inside out. Uh, And this is why you want to change. What you are inside. That's the only thing you have to worry about. Because that is what's coming out into this world. Um, And you know it's very very simple when you think of it uh you can think of it in the most simple things that you do every day um like every time you take a step a conscious step when you when you are consciously taking a step um in your mind's eye in your mind in your imagination you see your foot ahead of where it is physically you you see yourself taking that step and then your body kind of follows it Uh and so basically the reality we're living in you know because that same process uh that you use to move your foot for example or let's say I just want to move my arm from the left to the right I have to do it in my imagination first and then it's executed externally um And this same process is applied for literally everything in your life. All the people that you interact with, everything you do with them in your mind is played out here. Uh, So, you know, everything comes out of the subjective experience into the objective. And what I found is that it returns to the subjective. Just like how... uh, let's say the, the seed is the subjective reality and the tree is the objective reality. Um, so that uh, so that tree comes out of the acorn or the subjective reality. And then the tree, when it's fulfilled its purpose, when it's a fully grown tree, it returns to the seed. It, it grows the seed which is the subjective so the subjective becomes objective and then becomes subjective again and we can see this in our every like literally every moment like let's say that step again uh you imagine yourself taking that step so at that moment when you imagine it it's a subjective experience and then you you feel like you took that step you you identify with that thing that you imagined if you said no that's not happening you wouldn't take that step until you say yes in your imagination um and so that that experience right there is subjective and when you agree to it when you feel like it's true like yes this is happening um then it becomes objectified your physical foot will do it um And then as soon as you finish that, and that moment passes, it's now a memory, which is only a subjective experience. Only you can see that memory. Uh, But other people can only see it when it's objectified, when it's made real in this world. Uh, And so you can see that every single thing you do is subject... Everything you experience is really subjective. Uh, your subjective experience creates your objective reality. Uh, the imagination produces the physical or external world. The internal produces the external. Just like the inside of the tree is what is making the outside of the tree bloom and grow. Um, and it's, it's very interesting uh, because, you know, I've come to realize that Well, if I... If it's this easy to just make any other decision, you know, like taking a step or moving my arm or turning left while I'm driving or getting in my van or opening the door at work, you know, all these things, you know, it's the same process. You imagine it and you believe it. And it happens. Um, You know, if it's that easy for all of these things that I do, well, then why is it so hard or why does it seem so hard for other things um and basically you know that's when we get into self-concept you know because we we act on our natural feelings you know what we feel is most natural to us like let's say again with the walking example you know I take a step well it feels it only feels natural that I take another step And, you know, I believe that. It's completely natural to me to just walk. uh, Because to me, I'm a person that can walk. Uh, It's in my nature to walk. And so, you know, that's a self-concept you have that I am able to walk. Um, If you didn't have that self-concept, then you wouldn't imagine... You couldn't imagine yourself, you know, placing one foot in front of the other. Because that thought is so foreign to you and so unnatural it doesn't match you um you know in your mind everything is in your image and likeness uh what you are doing is what you are seeing in your mind Uh, you you have instant confirmation of what you are doing uh what you are basically creating out of your potential uh You see it in your mind right away. And until you decide that it's finished and that it's it's a real thing, uh, it won't come into this world. Um, But anyway, you know, it comes down to, you know, why is it so hard to, let's say, imagine myself to be something super duper amazing? Uh, well, it's because that doesn't feel natural to you. You have resistance towards that idea uh, because, you know, what we are right now, who I am right now is a... uh, Basically, I'm a product of all of my past decisions, all of my mental acts. Uh, I am the result of every single mental action that I have taken. Uh... And so, you know, a lot of times we forget that we decided who we were the entire time. Uh, You know, we think that we were not deciding, but you can't do anything without deciding to do it. You can't be anybody without deciding to be that person. You have to consent to that in your own mind. Uh, And even when we think that there's external influences at play, Uh, that's false you are the only person in your mind Uh, you are the decision maker in there Um, and so you know after living a certain way for so long you kind of to you it becomes natural to be in the shitty positions that you're in if you grew up uh, and you have years and years and years of experience of being shitty you know that becomes your kind of your reference point for all of reality is your experience um but you know i experience a different reality than you do because all of my decisions about what is real and what is possible and what is not and what is natural to me are different than what yours have been um and so my view on the entirety of reality is completely different than yours because we've had different experiences uh, so to me, you know, it's a lot easier to, let's say, since I live in a van, it's a lot easier for me to imagine myself doing things in my va- in a van. But to you, since you don't have any experience with this van, um, you know, it wouldn't be natural for you to have thoughts like that because, uh, you know, it's not in your nature to have this van and have the same experiences that's uh yeah but you know in your mind every thought and feeling and everything is produced by you uh and they are produced in the image and likeness of your nature uh you know and that that's what it says in the bible is that uh and god said let us make man in our uh image and likeness or something like that man in that in that sentence it means manifestation uh and god is your consciousness your awareness of being um and making things is what the imagination does it makes images uh it makes manifestations okay let's say in the mind you instantly manifest in the mind uh you turn thoughts into realities in the mind instantly um So basically God is your awareness of being and what is creating the images is your imagination and they create in the image in likeness of its creator, which is your awareness of being. So if you are aware of being afraid, your imagination is going to produce uh, images that would imply your fear, like let's say spiders or snakes or, uh, you know, Whatever you fear, uh, whatever you are fearing, your imagination is going to produce images like that. And, uh, you know, if you add reality to that, you know, by feeling it to be real, you know, feeling how you would feel if that was a real thing, literally putting yourself in that position in your mind, um, then that is what you have agreed to in consciousness. You have said that I am this. Uh, And, you know, what you accept as true in the subjective experience will be objectified externally. Uh, So, you know, this is why you want to realize that all of your fears, everything, it's all within, you know, the every answer that you are looking for is within you. Uh, The same place that the question came from. Um, So you know it's it, it, it's interesting because you can just change who and what you believe yourself to be who do you say that i am like what what is your feeling towards your own existence your own awareness of being how do you feel towards yourself um that is your self concept and your self your concept of what your i am is is what determines what you imagine and what you imagine will invoke feelings in you uh and those feelings come from again your self-concept they come from who you you know if if you believe that you are uh stupid a thought a thought of being smart may come along but you won't feel any reality towards it you won't feel like good about it you won't you know, you'll f- instantly start feeling stupid again. Um, and so, you know, your thoughts come from your self concept. Everything in your imagination comes from the concept of who you are, everything reflects those beliefs that you have about yourself. Um, and, you know, like I said earlier, your objective experience comes from your subjective experience um, just like in a dream, you know, you are the dreamer dreaming that dream, and so what you do within yourself in that dream, if you, if you become awake in the dream, or you start lucid dreaming, uh, you can simply change your mind about things, and the whole thing will change, because you know that you're in your own imagination, um, and this, what you call real life, um, is no different, it is no different at all. Um, you still do things within yourself. You're still dreaming inside of yourself. Um, and those dreams will become real. Every footstep you take in your imagination, it, that's a dream. Uh, and, you know, all all ends run true to origins. You know, an a, a oak tree can only produce oak trees. The end of its cycle is true to its beginning. Uh, An oak tree comes from an oak tree. An apple tree comes from an apple tree. And so, uh, you know, if you have a dream within and it comes true, well, then that's a dream as well. If the origin is a dream, the end is a dream as well. Um, And so this whole thing that we call life, uh, that we think is so real and so solid... It's just a dream. We are God dreaming the dream of life. Uh, we are the dreamer of this dream. And uh, it's it's amazing. It really is amazing. Uh, when you start to realize this, you start to, you know, all those chains that you have will just start to break. And you'll realize that you don't need anything but yourself to really exist Uh You know, you don't depend on anything unless you think you do. Uh, You know, we think we depend so much on money for our existence, for our own peace and existence and happiness and love and all that. We think we depend on money for that. And uh, that's not true at all. Uh, There's a lot of people that don't have any money and they still exist. Uh, and, and, And the way that this... World is set up as we equate money with happiness we equate money with uh, all these good things like it's the cure all for everything Um, but you know every rich person says it that money does not buy everything because it can't buy happiness if you're sad before you have the money well having a bunch of money you know that fixes your financial problems but if you're sad you know only happiness can cure sadness and money is money happiness is happiness Um, so you know we kind of delude ourselves into thinking that I need money to be happy I need money to exist Uh, you know and it's not just with money it's with a lot of things in this world drugs uh, partners uh, gambling, drinking uh, cars anything that you, you feel like you can't live without you can because people do and people, we're all the same. We're all the same. Uh, if one person can do it, everybody can. Uh, and that's, you know, that's, you can say that's wrong, but at the end of the day, it stands true. What I can do, you can do as well because we're the same thing. We are the I am, the awareness of being, the consciousness that is making these bodies alive through by passing through states of consciousness. Uh you know, we are we are stateless, but we enter states and we make them alive. Uh just like the basically think of it as again with the, the stepping example, taking a step. Um when I see that in my mind, that is a state of consciousness. That is what what my consciousness would be uh, experiencing if it were real. Uh, So basically think of it as kind of like a suggestion. Every step you take is, it's a suggestion you make to yourself. Uh, And it's, you're suggesting to yourself a state of consciousness that you should occupy. Um, And so... As you enter that state by choosing to make it real, by choosing to do it, by choosing to take that step, that state of consciousness is objectified and made visible to you. Uh, So, you know, that state is not you because you can be in a different state the next second. You could be taking a different step uh, and you don't need either of those steps to still exist or breathe and those are just states and everything anything you can experience is just a state of consciousness and so you do not depend on any of those states for your own existence um but you can choose to occupy any of them in fact you pretty much you 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 have to be in a state well i guess not because uh I meditate and I can get to this point where I just I'm aware of being I'm not aware of being anything I just am uh, and so I, I suppose that yeah we we don't have to, no we don't have to be in a state because like I just said we don't depend on a state for our own existence we are the existence of that state itself uh, that state cannot exist unless I enter it Uh, It cannot happen unless I do it. Um, And it's just... It's simple. You just decide to. Um, And that's our our God-given power. That is literally the power of God. To decide that something is and it is. Uh, You know, that is what God does. He calls things that are not seen as though they were seen. And they are seen. Uh, In your mind... You say that that next step is. But nobody else sees that. That's something that is unseen to the entire world. Besides you. You call that thing as though it is. As though it is seen. You see it in your mind and you say, yes, I see that. That is... That's what I'm doing. Uh, And... That thing that was unseen one second ago becomes seen by the entire world. Um... And it's very, very amazing. You know, it makes you realize that literally nothing is impossible to God because you can enter any state that you want. You just have to allow yourself to do it. Uh, And how you allow yourself to do it is by simply, uh, you know, raising yourself to a degree where you can, where it would be natural, where you can feel yourself to be that. You know, raise yourself to a point where you feel like, yeah, I am that, uh, and and in some way, you know, you can't describe it. You can't really, you know, we can say that oh, the uh, the leg muscles move this way and your bone moves that way, and there's uh, there's signals in your nervous system, but you know, those are all effects of of what you just imagined. There, that's not the cause of that footstep taking place. Before any of those actions took place, you imagined it. You imagined it and confirmed it, uh, and then it happened. You know, so th- that leg movement, those bones moving, those muscles contracting or whatever, uh, you know, that is not the cause of that footstep. You are the cause of it, uh, and. It's something so simple, but it's so powerful as well. Um, And so, you know, you can see that, you know, we fail because we see ourselves failing. And and I see how true this is. Anytime I've truly thought that I failed, I have failed. Anytime that I just felt like, yeah, I got this, I got this. Uh, And it's all states. They're all just as easy to enter as any other state, all you have to do is make it feel natural to you, to uh, you know, dwell in that in your mind, and get used to it. You know, become become familiar with that idea and make it natural to you. And in some strange way, you know, th- the thing is, every footstep as well. Uh, when you when you take it in the mind, you also see the scenery around around it you know you see the ground that you would be stepping on and all that and every step you've taken has has looked a little different um and so every single one of those instances is a state so there's literally infinite states um and you see all of it comes with that state when you see it in your mind, you see the ground and everything. Everything comes with that state that you have entered. Um, and so, you know, you can kind of see it as like if you envision yourself to be doing something amazing. All of those things that you're envisioning, those those will be there when it comes to pass. When it comes to realization. Um, and just like the... Uh, You know, when you decide to take a footstep, all the muscles move first and then all this stuff. There's a little bit of a time interval. There's a process that takes place. And it's the same with anything you envision yourself to be doing. There's going to be a time interval and things are going to move around and change. And it may look bad. It may seem uh, like it's not going your way. But, you know, if you just hold on to that vision and know that that is what is being done right now, then, uh, you'll get there. And you'll look back and see that that's exactly how it, how it had to go for this to happen. Um, you know, I've, I've seen that as a truth in, uh, my experience. You know, anytime I have successfully manifested anything consciously, at least, um, you know there's this whole weird bridge of events this whole uh journey that i take to get to that point in which i had imagined myself to be uh and it's just like with the footsteps again you imagine yourself at the end you know you you imagine yourself at the end of you know the fulfillment of your desire you fulfill you want to take another step so you do it in imagination um And so, you know, you've seen the end, but you don't know how it happened. You just know that it did. Uh, And then all of these physical changes take place. Your legs start moving, your bones start moving, all this stuff. Um, You know, that is like the process or the unfolding of that fulfilled desire in your imagination. Um and it, it it it's it's the same with everything, you know. There is a certain time interval uh, because everything has to change around. Everything has to move and change uh, to bring forth that image that was created in your in your mind. Um, and I really hope this this makes sense. Um, but you know, it's a very interesting thing. You know, I can't. To me, it makes me believe 100% in spiritual spiritual power, and that God exists, and that uh, spirit is real. Um, but that's just my belief. You can call it science. You can call it whatever you want. Um, you know, that's just the label I put on it. When you really think about it, you can't even label it as spirituality or. Uh, You know definitely not religion religion is something else but you know you can't really label it as science or spirituality or anything it just is that's just how things are um any label we put on it is again created by the imagination it just is it's ineffable you can't describe it and any kind of language or labels you try to put to it are defining the undefinable you're limiting the limitless uh anytime you put a label on. Uh and that's what we are. The I am is limitless. You can put anything after the I am. Uh you know, every everything you see someone do is just a I am statement made visible. Uh even if they don't say it within with words. Uh it's just a I am statement made visible. Um and so, you know, the I am is limitless. It can be anything. You look around, everybody around you is an I am. Um, and everything they are doing is what the I am is expressing. What the I am is creating. Um, and so you can see that there's, you can't really... There's so many people in this universe, dude. There are so many that uh, the I am... In all of them is literally, you know, you can't count how many expressions are taking place from the I am at any given moment. Um, And so, you know, all of these I am statements we make are really limiting the limitless. You are limitless and everything you conceive of yourself to be is simply a limit that you've placed on yourself. And, you know, there's higher limits and higher limits. And, you know, there is always a higher level because you are limitless. Uh, And all it takes is to break through that current level that you're at to see the next one, the next higher one, and then the higher one, and then the next higher one. Um, And so, you know, every everything that you conceive of yourself to be, you're even greater than that. You're even greater than Uh, you know, even if you claimed to be God, you're even greater than that because you created the concept of God. Uh, and so you're even greater than the godliest thing that you can even think of. You're literally ineffable. You cannot even be confined to a limitation, uh, Yet we, we think of ourselves as so limited. We think of ourselves as such small things. And, uh, you know, like it says in the Bible. Uh, and they saw themselves as grasshoppers in their own eyes. So they were grasshoppers to the giants. Uh, but then they saw themselves as giants. And the ones that were giants before appeared to be grasshoppers. Um, you know, that's kind of, that is literally a... I don't know how right I got that verse, but it's something like that. Um, But that is literally us. That is literally talking about us. Because we are unlimited, yet we limit ourselves. We bring ourselves to a level of a grasshopper. This tiny little helpless, woe is me thing uh, that is so limited and uh, confined. Um, But as we start to see ourselves as more limitless and more powerful and and greater than we were we become a giant and you know if those giants you know they don't surpass that level that they're at right now eventually they will look like grasshoppers to you they'll look like these tiny little you know, all these problems that you think are so big that are so much bigger than you that you can't handle you know as, once you overcome those you know you will you will uh look back at those problems and think that man I re- I can't believe I got so stuck there that's so easy I do that all the time now you know it and it hurts to make these, these changes and this growth but you know that it's almost as if we're a clay sculpture and uh you know the I am is what is sculpting uh the I am is sculpting this person that you are. Um, as you know, every once in a while, when you're sculpting clay, you have to put it in the furnace to make it stronger, so it can hold better. Uh, you know, that's exactly what's happening to us as we as we break through a limit. There is this uh, this pain, you know this this fear, this all all these tough things you know it's it's tough at first to step out of where you've been and go into where you've never been uh but that's uh, that's like uh we are being sculpted and when when those things happen uh you know it's it's as if when those struggles come along or perceived struggles um that's just us that clay being put in the furnace and and heated up and uh you know that shit gets hot that shit gets dangerous but you you come out and you're stronger because of it and you're greater and even more beautiful and uh you know and and it's just a never-ending cycle of becoming greater and greater and greater and greater and that's why I definitely 100% don't think that Uh, we just end when this body ends because I've proven to myself that I am far 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 greater than this body because I am the one that is making it alive I am the one that uh, is making it do everything I am the one that has control over it and I've realized that I can separate myself from this body I've had out-of-body experiences and even in my meditations I can take myself away from this body and conceive of myself to be somewhere else or be doing something else or having something else and it becomes real uh and so if I can do that then uh I'm not really limited by this body I'm not really as small as I think um I'm far greater than anything you can even think of in this universe and that goes for every single one of us it's not just me it's all of us all of us have this exact same thing within us that uh makes us amazing but you know that's why I don't think why I know we don't die when this body falls off because I, I see it as the journey will just continue and we'll continue conceiving of ourselves as greater and greater and greater until we... I don't think there's an end. Honestly, I don't think there is an end. I believe that we just go to higher and higher levels of consciousness and self-awareness. Uh, and this is just the beginning. Uh, you know, it it's super, super, super amazing and freeing to you know see things this way i guess and i'm not trying to push push these beliefs on anyone i'm just expressing what i've uh come to realize and uh, see as true in my life and what those truths have led me to the conclusions of um and it's so oh so freeing you know nothing in the world i wouldn't trade any of these experiences for anything in this world because with this knowledge and these experiences you know anything that you want is yours you don't even have to ask anybody else for it; it's just yours uh, automatically the whole universe is yours your whole universe is yours you know my universe is my universe your universe is your universe uh it and it's just so freeing It makes you realize that uh we're just getting started you know at these low levels we think of ourselves as we're just getting started and it's so fun to just think and ponder about where we'll all be one day uh you know you'll look back at this day right now and be like wow i cannot even if you're doing good you'll look back and be like wow I did not know what I was doing. I did not. Like that. That's crazy. Um, but yeah. I, I got to get this episode cut off in a second here. But I really hope this episode was uh, good. I I feel that it was. So it was. Um, but I really hope that you guys took something away from this. And I hope that I'm uh, able to explain these things clearly more clearly now because i again i'm starting to understand it more and see it in my life um and so you know i really hope that you guys got something from this episode and even if not from the whole episode i hope that that something just kind of uh helped you a little bit um but anyway until next time i hope you have a good time Uh, I do have my reddit page up still r slash conscious creation club. I know I need to post more in there, but I've been manifesting a good life, dude. Um, and I, I also have my Facebook Dylan Denial, Snapchat Dilly D six, four, two, three. Uh, I have my TikTok up silly Dilly 64. Um, I think that's it. I, I don't even know, but, um yeah until next time i hope you all have a good time and keep manifesting love into the bring heaven onto earth dude literally you can it's so possible um but anyway peace out i love y'all and uh peace again because why not